everyone. Welcome back. We're here with another interview. Um, this time I am sitting here with uh, one of my very dear friends. Her name is Angie Carruthers, and she is the event project manager here at Victory. She handles really anything that happens other than a weekend, all the way from the fall festivals, family fun days, true conference, anything that happens that's not a service. Um, Angie's the one that is behind the scenes making it all happen. She's become an integral part of what you experience here at Victory. And uh, I am I am honored to be sitting here with you. So thanks for speaking with us. I'm honored that you asked me to speak with you. This is great. Thanks. So one of the things that we like to do on this on this podcast is we like to speak to people who I feel have something to offer, something to say to the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to talk with you about is you've been at, how long have you been at Victory now? Three years. Three years. And you've been in a couple different seats on the bus. Yes. Um, You went from uh, just kind of just getting your feet wet to a supporting role to now, to now you're it. Yes. You 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 are it. You are yes. the director of events yes. here, and there is there's a lot of roads to get there. Yeah. But here we are, and I can't think of another organization that is as fast paced, that does as much as Victory does, and the things that we do, we we tend to make sure they're done well. Yes. And you manage it with grace. You manage it with with excellence. There's nothing that is like, oh, Angie's doing that. Well, you know. <laughs> so you manage it really well. And I want to I want to take that wisdom and I want to try to apply it to just every area of the rest of the church. Talk to us today about how you lead. Better yet, how you succeed in a fast-paced organization. Okay. Um, I think a major part of how I lead is when I, it's choosing the right people for your team. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about, there's there's a show on uh, Food Network and um, it's, I watch it every now and then and it's about, it's it's where, it's a competition where you have these teams uh, making cakes. They're given this task to make this fantastic, like the theme will be you need to make a cake dessert or whatever for uh, with the Dr. Seuss theme. Gotcha. And they've got 30 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever to do it. And everybody on the team is has a specialty. Mm-hmm. There are some people are better at sugar you know design. There are other people who are better at cake mixing or whatever it is. But I think the the thing the goal is that. If you know what your strengths are and your weaknesses, you are better equipped to pull people from other areas or um, put people on your team who have strengths who will shore up where you are weak. You can't be insecure and thinking that somebody on your team is smarter than you Mm. or better than you or whatever. It's like, if, if, if you're a team and you are focused on the success well, here, if the, if I'm focused on the success of an event that's going to glorify his name, I don't care how smart or if you appear smarter than me. Because the goal at the end of the day is that we do it for him. Mm. And it's got to look good. It's got to be right. good. It's got to be received the way that he wants to do it. So, therefore, I know where I'm weak. I know what areas. I know I've been doing event planning for probably 20-odd years. But there are still things that I don't know. 
So I've got people on my team who are excellent in that. They don't know some of the things I do, right. but they know other stuff that I don't. Hmm. So where I come up short, they're saying, well, Angie, maybe we should do this. Handle it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Because if someone comes to me at the last minute and asks me something that I've never done, but I know that my coordinator, Katie, knows all about that, I'm going to go, Katie, okay, this is what we got to do. We have a very short time to do it. What do you think we should do? Yeah. And I'm going to lean on my team. So for me, in a fast-paced environment, mm-hmm. it makes more sense to have people around you who make up for where you come up short. Yeah, that's really good. And that you acknowledge that you, because you cannot know everything. I don't care how long you've been in any business, you're never going to know everything. You're never going to have the answer for everything. So it makes more sense to have people around you who can, you know, you can lean on their knowledge and their experiences. Yeah, that's really good. Now, when you say that, it seems one of those easier said than done to be willing to say, I know where I'm weak, and asking for someone else's help tells them where you're weak. You're yeah. acknowledging your own weakness. Yeah. You've been doing this for, t- for 20 years. Yeah. You've been here for three years. How do you put the pride aside after 20 years of experience and still be willing to say, hey, there's some stuff I don't know. I need your help. How, how, do, how do you do that? I mean, there's a part of humility that you learn or that you gain from experiences you i mean i don't know of anybody who's been in any industry who has never dropped the ball right ever i mean michael jordan has made mistakes yeah. but he had a team around him they were all good at what they he could he could have never won the games by himself right i don't care how good he was yeah but there is a part of humility that you have to recognize. You've got to be able to literally look in the mirror and say, okay, I got a flaw there and I got a flaw there. Mm -hmm. And you have to, I think the humility part is knowing that I'm not in this for my personal achievement. If, If I am truly here doing something for the church, then it doesn't matter how many accolades I get Mm -hmm. because it's not about me. In the end, at the end of the event, at the end of the day, it is how much, how many people were impacted by what we did. If God is wanting us to, to, if he wants to use us, if he wants to pour in us and we connect to his people, then it makes more sense for me to to take me out of the situation and say, okay, okay, this is not about me. I don't know what I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. but I've got to get this done. I mean, there's part of it is you you want to do a good job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I want to do a good job for my executive pastors and the leaders and the pastors of the church. I want to do a good but. If they're not there and somebody else is in the role, the bottom line is the person, the, the, the being that I'm doing it for is God. I don't want to make God look bad. Mm. Right now, we are in such an interesting climate in this country where when we are walking out of our offices, we are representing Christians. And yep. when they see that we are, or if it comes up in conversation, and it happens a lot to me because I walk around and I'll have my ID on and they'll see, 
you know, it's like, well, where do you work? Or we start talking about what church you go to. And I've had those conversations at Macy's. I've had them at Publix. And they're like, oh, you go to Victory? I've been there. And you start talking and you become a representative. Now you are the Christian right. that they are associated with Christianity. Right. You are now the face. You are now representing everything that has to do with Christ. <laughs> yep. So I don't think that I want to represent that with arrogance and overconfidence mm. and everything. I want to be humble. I want when you leave and stop talking to me, you go, everything that Victory does is awesome. Wow. Or I've had a great experience. I've had conversations where someone will call and they didn't get to go to the event or in the venue that they wanted to and they've been really upset. But then once they are at the event and they go through the experience, they have emailed me back and said, you know what? That was so great. You all did such a great job. I am so glad that I, I'm so glad because I, I went in feeling one kind of way and I came out and I felt blessed and refreshed. And I'm like, okay, count. I will chalk that up to God because yeah. that we're going to put that in his wing column. That's good. I've never even heard a phrase like that. Usually you hear with experience you gain some pride. I know what I'm doing. You're saying with the experience, you gain some humility. Yes, yeah. That's because, really good. Because when you, I mean, I like I said, I've I've worked at um, a real estate association. I've worked at Feeding America, which is a hunger relief organization. I've worked at the University of Chicago. I have made my mistakes. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to make a mistake. And you certainly don't want to make a mistake in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> right. But they're inevitable. They're going to happen. So you learn from them and you try to do better so that that doesn't happen again. But it's always going to be in the back of your mind. It's like, well, don't get too cocky because (laughs) you may drop the ball again. Yeah. So if I try to learn as much as I can about um, whatever situation I'm in, but I'm... You sometimes you just don't have the time. Yeah. So you it makes more sense to pull somebody in who's already got that. I can't get the knowledge that my colleagues have in the areas that they have. I don't have the bandwidth to do right. that. Right. Especially if I'm moving fast. Right. So yeah, I, with experience does come humility if you if you treat those opportunities for improvement as such. If you treat those mistakes as opportunities to get better then yeah those those are things that you do want to hold on to and you I mean and you want to have yeah I have a success column but I also have those humble columns yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go okay that was not a good that wasn't yeah. a good wasn't my best show <laughs> Well, my best show. Exactly. You made a reference to you know Jordan, the Bulls, yes. having having a team, uh, and and getting people around you that supplement you. Yes. How as 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 we close up, this is one of the biggest questions any leader is really trying to figure out. Yeah. How do I build my dream team? Mm-hmm. How do you find people? who aren't just like you? How do you find people that have your skill set, but maybe in a different different avenue? How, what's, the, what's the Angie secret to building <laughs> uh, an effective dream team? I think um, for me, I was, I was blessed because when I came into this position, um, people were drawn to me. Mm-hmm. And even my supervisor said, that says a lot about you because people wanted people from different areas that I didn't even know wanted to were looking at 
events or whatever. Because I think one of the things is that people are watching you hmm. when you don't know they're watching you. Right. I was um, concerned about being put from a, made you know from a coordinator to a director because I was like, well, I've never been a director. I don't know what it's like to be a director and be in the leadership role. And and I think I got something from God when I was praying about it. And it basically was like this. Just because you don't have the title of leader doesn't mean that you aren't already leading. Preach and that. people aren't going to put you, someone in a position of authority is not going to put you in a leadership role if you have not already been acting like a leader. Come on. So I think by me walking in the role as a leader without the title, yeah. people saw that and was like, I want to work with Angie. Right. And when they, and I've always been authentic, I've always been very transparent, and I will, when I first, when I assembled my team, I basically told them, there's stuff I don't know, there's stuff that you know, we are a team, and everything that I do know, I will share with you, because I believe in cross-training. I don't think that because I'm not here, that everything should stop with right, me. Right. I'm not gonna hold everything and say, well, if you want anything, you gotta go through Angie. No, if I, if Angie's not here, you can talk to either of my teams, uh, team members, and you'll get answers. If they don't know, they know how to reach me. So I think when I, I'm looking for my, um, my team, I want some similarities. I want someone who's comfortable tr being transparent. I want someone who's comfortable communicating openly someone who is going to own up to when they make a mistake. But I also want someone who's confident in what they do. They need to be able to express and tell me um, what they can do, and, if, and they need to be comfortable to correct me. And I need to let them know that it's okay to correct me, because right. I'm I'm, it's not that I'm infallible. I yeah. want you to know. I mean, I, it's I think you have to be able to have conversations with people because I've talked to a number of folks and certain people just didn't have it wasn't a good fit mm -hmm. um, there are people who I interviewed who looked great on paper but just the interaction I wasn't sure if it was the right fit and a lot of times I prayed about it mm -hmm. so I'm not even sure I answered the question right. <laughs> it's it's hard because I do want to find someone who is similar to me but I also want someone who is really confident in what they do because events is one of those things where I I want you to follow certain guidelines but I also want you to be intuitive when to know to go outside mm -hmm. of those but I think that's that's what every leader is looking for yeah I am I am always looking for the balance of um, follow direction, but yet have some autonomy. Yeah. Like I I need you to be able to flow be, between yes. the two of them. Now I think you you fully answered the question. Well, Angie, this has been this has been just like pure wisdom <laughs> coming out of you for for the years. Thank you for speaking with us. Thank you for spending the time. This has been this has been this has been excellent. Thank, Thank you. you so hopefully uh, for everyone that's listening, something that either Angie has said, something the Holy Spirit has said through her helps you to lead like Jesus. Yeah.